Has anyone ever told you you dream too big, that you have too many ideas, that you need to be realistic? What if there was a career and lifestyle that you could completely design yourself that enables you to do what makes your heart truly sing and helps millions of people benefit from what you have to offer? One that provided you with all the money you need to thrive, not just survive. That is the life of an enlightened entrepreneur. Welcome to the AHA Moments Radio Show, dedicated to the inspiration, education, and celebration of enlightened entrepreneurs worldwide, with your host, Mariana Cooper, founder of AHA Moments, Inc. and AHAMomentsInc.com. Her motto, oh yes, you can have what you want, and you deserve it too. Join us for the next hour and learn to trust your AHA Moments to lead the way to a passionate and purposeful life. And now here's your host, Mari. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the AHA Moments radio show for the inspiration, education, and celebration of enlightened entrepreneurs worldwide. I'm Mari, and happy Tuesday. I am very excited to be here tonight because I know that there's a lot going on with the energy and Mercury in retrograde and Mars in retrograde and all kinds of things going on. So if you've been having a little bit of a a rocky road, you've come to the right place because we're going to talk all about it tonight. We're going to talk a lot about faith and uh, having faith during times like this because we are actually in a really interesting time energetically. We have, like I said, Mercury's in retrograde from yesterday till April 4th. Then we have Mars in retrograde, and I think that one goes till for like six months. So <laughs> there's nothing we can do about that. It's actually been on going on for a while now, so we're we're getting. Um, hopefully, we're close to halfway through, and then we have a waning moon. So the moon is getting smaller each day. So if you're feeling like you're kind of going up a hill, you are. And it's not you. So you can ask, who does this belong to? Well, at this time it belongs to the Earth. Because uh, right now, um, everything seems to be going a little bit backwards, if you will. A little little slow. Um, you might have some some challenges with communicating with people. You might have some challenges with getting contracts signed. Um, or things coming that you thought were going to happen are delayed, um, and not, it's not a time of you know great tragedy or anything. But you just want to uh, just keep that in mind that it's really, really, really important to work with the energy. And um, and today we are going to talk all about having faith because this is a time when it's tested. It's tested because things aren't flowing as they normally do. Um, sometimes your intuition may feel like it's a little off, and it's not really off. It's just that. The energy is kind of loopy, so it's kind of like when you put a thought out onto that energetic grid that I always talk about. That it's kind of like a if you think of like a a spider web of light almost, and um, and then that's the energetic grid. And when you put your thoughts, when you think something or you put an intention, it goes out onto this grid, which is magnetic, and it sends a signal out onto the grid to attract back whatever it is you desire. So when you're in a time like this, though, where you have some, you know, interesting planetary things going on, you've got, you know, you're getting a little less moonlight each day, you've got, uh, you know, the seasons changing and the weather's doing weird stuff. I mean, it's definitely working in our favor at this point, but it's still doing kind of weird stuff. Um, it, your intuition may feel like it's a little bit 
skewed. And that is really, it's never really skewed. What it is, is that your mental mind is the thing that's skewed and it sort of second guesses and, you know, you kind of get yourself in a loop. And I call it the the washing machine spin when I talk to my clients and my my uh, coaching clients and my reading clients. We talk about being in the spin, allowing ourselves to get caught up in the in the spin cycle of the washing machine. So if you feel a little spin going on, if it feels like uh, things are coming to a head that you don't, you know, you, you kind of were hoping it wouldn't, don't don't worry about it. In a couple of weeks, we're going to be flying high and going into the nice spring energy. And um, even though here on the East Coast, we've had spring weather for three months, and I feel like we we stole it from somewhere. I'm so excited. Um, and we just have another, what, two weeks, and we'll be into the actual official springtime. But um, it's really helpful to have daylight savings time working in your favor. Uh, more sunlight always helps. And um, and just focus, absolute focus. So let's talk a little bit about housekeeping, and then we're going to get into faith. And if you want to call in tonight and ask me a question, I'd love to have you. I'm flying solo tonight, so I am here on my own, and I'm I I like these weeks. It's nice and peaceful and quiet, and I love my guests. Don't get me wrong, but it's a little less nerve wracking when you're only dealing with yourself and not having to make sure that somebody else is nice and comfy in your in your home. So. Um, if you'd like to ask a question, the number is 347-215-9485. So um, I'd love to hear from you tonight. I will be doing a few, um, you know, answering some questions, doing a couple of readings, and um, and we'll see we'll see how many of you call in and how many we can get in and all that kind of good stuff. So. All right, so housekeeping. Let's talk a little bit about what's going on in the world of AHA Moments, Inc. We have a lot going on. We are prepping for our telesummit, and the preview call for the telesummit is going to be on April 12th at 8 p.m. Um, and then, let's see, the telesummit starts on April 22nd, and we'll be going until May 1st. And I was very excited because we had some more speakers confirmed this week. And Lee Carroll will be on live this time, so he won't have a pre-recorded show. He's going to actually be on live, so I'm excited about that. Of course, Dane is coming, and Sandra Ann Taylor is coming, and uh, oh, we've got a we've got a nice nice array of folks. We have I, don't, I think we have what nine or ten people, and we like to keep our telesummits nice and small and intimate. And I know there's some out there that have twenty and thirty and fifty, and I actually saw a telesummit that had a hundred speakers on it um and uh i'm not i'm not going to try to tackle something like that ours is a little bit more like a fireside chat i try to do as many of them live as possible so as many of the sessions that we can do live so that you guys can ask your questions and you get to write in um questions i think for the average number of questions that came in last time in our 11 11 11 telesummit i think we had like some of them some of our speakers had between well all of them had over like 75 questions waiting for them. But I think a few of them had like over 200 questions come in from around the world. So we try to get to as many of those as we possibly can and do some, you know, fun sessions and sessions where we're actually teaching stuff, not just, you know, talking, you know, about fluff. I, I always tell our speakers that they should go full out, give us as much information as they can, um, as advanced information as they can, as they as they would like to, and, uh, and not to hold back. So this is not, uh, you know, if you're a beginner, 
beginner, you'll have fun. But if you're a more advanced person, you you know you've been on this path for a while, and you're looking for the next layer, the next step, you know, more more potent information, more in-depth information, then this is definitely the place that um, you want to be. You want to be at our Transformation 2012 Telesummit. So April. Twelfth uh, is the preview call. Uh, Rebecca and I had a big meeting this morning, and we are already where our website is just about ready. So we'll be announcing that uh, next week. I don't want to give you the URL right now because <laughs> she's still working on it, and I don't want to have people going and being disappointed because there's not a whole lot up there yet. But working on all that good stuff. So looking forward to that. And then of course we have our body whispering class with Dane, and uh, that's for. Um, we have four sessions in the month of May, so you can go to ahamomentinc.com slash bodywhispering to learn all about what's going on with that class. And um, and I'm looking forward to, to meeting him. Actually, we're going to be meeting um, at his event in, in Los Angeles in May as well. So I'll be at that event. He has a big uh, event coming up. Uh, being you changing the world and I always like to let people know about that because part of the body whispering course um, package includes a ticket to the first night of that a free ticket to the first night of that so if you happen to be in the California Los Angeles area it's going to be in uh, Marina Del Rey it's a Marina Del Rey Marriott I believe and um, it's May I think it's May 11th is the date of the uh, the date for the free ticket so um, I'll be there, Dane will be there, and lots of other folks will be there, and we'd love to have you and, and meet you, and um, and that's going to kick off our whole uh, body whispering course. So we're looking forward to that. Okay, so I think that's it for housekeeping. Again, I see some of you are already calling in. Thank you very much. I'm looking forward to speaking with you. Hang in there. We'll get to you on the other side of our, our first break. Uh, but if, if you'd like to call in, don't be shy, 347-215-9485. Okay, so let's talk about faith. Because, um, and I'm not talking about religious faith, okay? I'm not talking about the faith of, in the sense of, you know, um, faith in what the the head of the church tells you, or the pope, or the priest, or anything. And I'm not putting any religion down. I have been, I've actually studied across many religions. I grew up Catholic, and I've and I've studied across many different. Um, many different formal religions just to learn more um I'm a kabbalist I've, I I have all kinds of <laughs> all kinds of experiences and exposure to formal religious training but that's not what we're talking about tonight so I find that that's a little bit more doctrine oriented and a little bit more focused on being obedient to this this being that's you know bigger than us but faith from the perspective of of what I'm referring to tonight is about it, it, it's a, it's a little bit different. I think it's a little bit more relevant to, to daily life, and doesn't require you to, you know, blindly follow something that doesn't feel right. So, um, the first thing is to actually understand what it is, because I think that some people really do feel like when they say, "Okay, I have faith in you," is that I'm blindly throwing myself down at your, you know, feet, energy, or whatever, and and I'm not going to do anything. I'm just going to wait until you tell me what's next. And sometimes that does, you know, that does actually make sense to sort of surrender and we'll get into that in a little bit. But what faith truly is is believing in the expanded part of you. So, it's believing in the fact that there is something greater than your mental mind, something greater than your physical body. And as we are all energy and we are all what we call infinite beings, so we, you know, we expand infinitely and even beyond that um we we have this much bigger version of ourselves and just a symbol of that big energetic being 
that we are, that we each are, just a thimble's worth of that being comes into a body. So really, if you give your, if you, if I'm, I'm a very visual person. So if you envision this big giant ball of light, and then this little tiny symbol, and a little bit of that light going to the symbol, that's actually your physical body. And then you've got this big, huge ball of light around that physical body that navigates it. That is the higher self. That that source energy. That all connected. You know, the piece that connects to all that is, and to God, and to these greater perspectives, right? And so. What happens is um, when you are in this this uh, this frame of mind, when you understand this perspective and this point of view, you recognize that you're not alone. You're not by yourself. So when you say, "Okay, well, I have to have faith in something," you're not disconnecting, okay, into like, well, I you know, like I just hope my wish comes true. You're not disconnecting into that and hoping that you will get favor from some great being from the great beyond who's going to, you know, you're in a line and you're kind of waiting for this favor and you're hoping that if you do this right and do this right and help that person across the street and give money to that charity and nice to your sister and good to your mother and do nice things for your dad and, you know, take care of the shelter animals that you'll get this favor and maybe they'll, you know, he'll, God will take time away from the people with cancer and the babies and the, you know, all the things that are happening, the wars and maybe just have a little, you know, send you a little drop of something for your crazy job with your crazy boss and, <laughs> and where, you know, or your crazy landlord or your crazy mortgage company or whatever. And that's really not what it is. Okay, so that's, it's very hard to have faith in something like that. Then it becomes a matter of manipulating and being obedient, right? You start to treat this being, quote-unquote, like a parent, like a, like a human, right? Like a human that's going to judge you, shame you, tell you, you know, well, you did this, this, and this, so maybe I'll, you know, yes, okay, fine. No, you didn't do what I said, so guess what? I'm saying no, and I'm happy to say no because you didn't do what I want. This is not this is not what we're talking about. So when you see yourself as this infinite self and that, that physical piece of you, that your physical body is just a small symbol's worth of that greater energy, and it's all connected, okay? So that energy can flow through your cells into your body and out of your body. So on a good day, you know, you can expand yourself when you're really thinking about this and you're focusing. You can expand your consciousness out past your body and become very aware of everything that's going around you. I'm sure, um, especially if you're listening to this show, you have experienced this where you've gone into a room and you get the goosebumps. You can just feel the energy. You might go into, let's say, a concert or something and you just feel the pulse of the energy and you say, oh, I feel in every cell of my body. Or maybe you see a beautiful piece of art or maybe you hear a song. You get the goosebumps. You get the sense of connectedness, the sense of vastness, the sense of expansion. Okay, that's the energy that we're talking about. Now, this bigger ball of energy is always communicating back to your body. It's saying, hey, I know you just said intention you know, your body has free will. Your body has a lot of control in this lifetime, you know, in its lifetimes. Your body and your physical being and your physical choice. You know, you always have um, choice. We're going to talk about choice in a little bit, too. But you, as your this body of yours, you know, and your mental mind, your con- waking consciousness, your mental mind, you have free will. And so that is ultimately the driver. You know, no one, including God, can give you what you desire if, against your free will. So your free will is actually the most powerful of all of it. So recognizing that I'm in this infinite being, that this 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 extra energy, this big 
expansive energy, that bigger version of me, is navigating and guiding the piece of me that's chosen to be in this body. And in my body, I have free will. I have the choice to make whatever choice I want and to change my mind if I need to. All of a sudden, it takes faith to another level because now you have something that you know is working on your behalf that's connected to you, that has a record of all of your lifetimes, of all of your plans, all of your you know your karma, all that stuff. It's all in this ball of energy that you are. And your intuition is the pendulum that swings back and forth. It's kind of the magic carpet of information that swings back and forth between this greater energy and this internal energy. Okay, this internal you. The intuition is the language. It's the it's the language, and it carries the communication of what that greater being wants to say to the piece of you that's incarnate right now within the body. And that intuition, that communication system, is your compass. It's your compass to navigate. Now, what happens, and when people say, "Oh, I'm, my faith is being tested, and I don't trust," and all this, is that they shut off and they start to feel separate. They feel like they stop at their mental mind. They stop at their physical body and think, "Okay, well, anything that's outside of me is separate from me," and that's where the whole idea of faith being difficult is um, comes into play because you lose, you don't have a sense of the vastness and the connectedness. And that, you know, when we say, well, we're all connected, the first thing you're connected to is you. And then that ball of energy of you interconnects with everything else and, and, and the greater, you know, that greater energetic forces. So um, what we call this, this energy is life force. That's what I call it. I call it life force. And when you tap into your own life force, when you're recognizing that this greater infinite ball of energy, this greater piece of you, okay, is your true source of energy, your true source of power, your true source of knowing, faith becomes a lot easier, okay? But what happens is when we start, to, and this is all great if you're by yourself, right? If you're just thinking, okay, me, my energy, my greater self, et cetera, et cetera, okay? Then you have your, uh, then, but then we get confused because we get into relationship with people, right? We get into relationship with our parents, with our, our friends, with our, uh, with our significant others and all this. And all of a sudden we start to think that because I feel so much happier with my boyfriend or I feel so, so um, purposeful with my beautiful little perfect child who's, you know, a straight A student and, and is, is doing all these great things in school and, is, you know, a Girl Scout and all this other stuff, we, we start to misidentify where our source of energy comes from, where our life force comes from. We start to think that our life force comes from the people around us. And we start to try to control when we get, especially in relationships, um, you know, people have a tendency to say, okay, because I'm with this guy or with this girl, I feel amazing. I feel alive. I feel, you know, like I, I, it's, it's us against the world. I feel this sense of purpose with this person, this this oneness. I feel like they, they read my thoughts. We say the same things. We have so much in common. Oh, I feel this chemistry and lust and whatever. And we think that that's the source of this elated feeling. Actually, it's not. What's happening is we are getting more of our own life force because we're allowing those feelings, that, that sense of emotion and connectedness to really expand and raise up. And what happens from there is that, you know, this person is just a symbol and sort of a, uh, a catalyst 
to a raised sense of ourselves and we misidentify that, then we start to try to control the people in our lives. And then I get the phone calls, you know, oh, my kid won't talk to me and my kid won't do what I want. This, You know, how could they abandon me? How could he walk away? How could, you know, I have to get him back to survive. I have to get her back. I, I even, a lot of people get their life force from a job, right? They think, okay, this job is what's giving me, you know, the, the energy and the money to do all the things I need to do. And that's not the case. That's actually a misidentification. And so when it comes to having faith, it really gets, you know, it gets kind of lost in the shuffle when we misidentify where our true life force comes from. So the one more point that I'll make before I take our first break is to recognize that it is the most important thing for you to do is to step back into understanding your own life force. And to really get connected with your intuition and understanding how to communicate so that you can get the messages that are waiting for you. And the more messages you can get, the more powerful you will feel. Okay, so this is really, really important to, to recognize. So if you'd like to call in and have a conversation with me tonight, I'd love to chat with you. I see several of you are on the line, so we'll get to you on the other side of the break. You can call 347-215-9485. 347-215-9485. You're listening to the AHA Moments Radio Show. I'm Mari, and we'll be right back. get a hunch about something and ignore it, only to find out later you were right after all? Do you know that you're intuitive but need help interpreting what you get? Need quick answers to burning questions but don't have the time to wait for a private reading? Then Mari's Intuitive Living Oracle Cards are the tool for you. 45 gorgeous laminated cards and a full book of interpretations come together in a beautiful velvet bag. The cards have been designed and energized to give you the answers right now. No more sleepless nights weighing pros and cons. Ask the cards your questions and see what message your intuition has for you. To learn more and get your deck now, go to the store at www.ahamomentsinc.com and click on the Intuitive Living Cards now. That's the store at ahamomentsinc.com. The answers are truly within your reach. Are you at a crossroads in your life? Facing big decisions about your life purpose, business, relationships, or other major issues? Are you wondering why you may be delayed in getting what you want? Or if you have special guides who are helping you? Then investing in a private intuitive reading with Mari is just what you need. As a third generation spiritual intuitive, Mari has worked with thousands of clients over the past 18 years. During your private session, you will learn who your guides are. Receive insight on the core issues that need attention and get new perspective, clarity, and inspiration on what to do next. To register, go to www.ahamomentsinc.com and click on the Work with Mari tab to get all of the details. There are a limited number of spots each month, so go to www.ahamomentsinc.com for yours now. 
back in time to the very beginning, before life as we know it existed. Stones have been on this earth since before the inception of man. They are keepers of ancient wisdom and messages. Tap into the profound wisdom of stones and let your journey begin at the Rock Girl Sacred Stone School. Let the Rock Girl take you back to those ancient days to learn firsthand the language and the secrets of stones. The Rock Girl will teach you how to develop your very own technique of communicating with them, allowing you to embark on your own path of self-discovery. Courses include Reiki, psychic development, chakra balancing and auric cleansing, hands-on healing, and more. Visit sacredstoneschool.com for classes and workshops taught exclusively by the Rock Girl of therockgirl.com. Hi, this is Dr. Dane here. Have you felt different your whole life? Have you always been a dreamer, a seeker, an outsider? Always feeling wrong no matter how hard you try to fit in? What if there's a completely different way of being in the world? What if you, truly being you, could change not only your life, but the world? If you'd like to find out, please go to beingyouclass.com. Twelve years ago, I was on the verge of suicide, and I came into contact with some amazing tools that changed everything for me. And I'd like to share some of those tools with you. Go to www.beingyouclass.com and check out the free video series I created especially for you. What if this is what you've been looking for? What if the tools to change everything are available now? What's possible now that hasn't ever been possible before? To sign up for this free series, go to beingyouclass.com. Consider this a gift to help you create the change you've always wanted to create, but didn't have the tools to make it happen. Is now the time? Beingyouclass.com. to the AHA Moments Radio Show, and I am talking all about faith tonight. And right before the break, we were talking about life force and getting your energy from you and the greater part of you as opposed to other people and, you know, places and things. And I know, you know, people get their life force, um, kind of misidentify life force and get try to get it from a lot of different um, sources, even substances and food. And I, I mean, I like I get a lot of life force from my chai tea lattes from Starbucks. I have to say, <laughs> so yes, we can. I mean, I know that's a contradiction to everything I just said the last segment, but I have to say they're pretty magical. So you know, I mean, it doesn't mean that we can't have our our guilty pleasures, right? And that we can't feel good from all the different people we're experiencing and the places that we experience and our jobs and our money and all those things. Um, but but when you sort of actually relinquish everything to someone else or try to feel like in order for you to be happy, in order for you to feel alive, this person or this situation has to work out in a specific way. That's where you start to control and try to force, you know, an outcome or a a certain type of, of behavior to give yourself permission to feel good. And that's when you're really disconnecting from your own, um, from your own life force. So um, one of the things also that I wanted to mention before we start taking calls, because I know once you guys are really lined up, so once I start taking calls, I may not get back to the content, and I want to sort of deliver what I promised here, um, is it's really important to understand the difference between what's possible and what's probable. 
And I've had this conversation, and I think I've actually mentioned this in the past um, on past shows, but it bears repeating, and that is that when when we have people who say, Amari, I'm so stuck. I, I, I just, I just, you know, I can only, I can't go and work in my passion because I have to put food on the table. I need money. I can't go work in my passion. Um, you know, I can't do what I, I really want to do because what's probable is that, you know, if I do that, I won't have enough money. And if I do this, da, 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 da. and they mentally like put themselves into the washing machine spin and, and, um, focus on what they think is pros- probable. And probability only goes to the limits of your mental mind. Mental mind. What your mental mind, even imagination, it only goes to the, uh, to, to the, to the walls. Imagination is actually quite limited because it only goes to what you've been exposed to, you know, or a little bit further than that. But when you step into possibility, and you just switch that word around and say, you know, instead of saying what's probable, what could, what's, what's going to happen, what's going to happen, say what's possible, what's possible. When you say what's possible, okay, listen to me closely. When you say what's possible, it's the golden key. It's the golden key going in the lock and actually turning and opening up a gateway to that infinite self that we were discussing on the first segment, that 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 huge version of you. So it's you stepping out of your body, stepping into that huge greater part of you that knows everything because it's it's out there in the ethers with with all that is. And when you say what's possible, it says, "Oh, okay. She's letting us go beyond the confines or he's letting us go beyond the confines of his body or her body, and she's letting us go out into the infinite world here." And, and and galaxies and and all the multidimensional everything, okay? And she's actually giving us permission to show her what's possible. And the possible, when you say that and put that golden key in that lock, when you ask that question, they can bring you anything. They can even custom make things that didn't exist before, even on this in this in your waking, you know, consciousness, and bring it to you when you say what's possible. Okay. Now, isn't the word faith feeling a little bit better when you say what's possible and you recognize this greater life force that's out there and that's available to you? So, you know, when you're when you're thinking about moving forward with this, when you're thinking about, um, you know, how do I know when to to go forward with an idea or or a, a problem or with a relationship versus how do I know whether I should you know stop and drop it? Okay, one of the first things you want to focus on is your physiology. Your intuition will always come first and give you, you know, information into your what we call the four clairs. And I've talked about this on the show before and there's podcasts on it, so I won't go into great detail about it. But that clairvoyance, clairaudience, clairsentience, claircognizance, those sort of six senses that you have, your intuition will always answer with that first. Always. That's always step number one. Step number two is to back up that feeling, that sense, where it's a vision or a little, you know, a voice in your ear or, you know, a, a t- uh, you know, something in your solar plexus, like a knowing or a feeling about something, it'll take the next step to your physiology. So your body will have a reaction. You'll feel heavy. You'll feel light. You might get a little hot flash. You might get a little cool breeze. You might get goosebumps. You might get butterflies. You know, you might get an eye twitch. There's, you know, there's many things that your body will do to let you know, yes, 
go this direction or no, don't go that direction. If your back is seizing up and your neck is getting tight and you're, you know, tripping and falling into things and things are breaking, it's probably not a good thing, okay? So if you're feeling light and you get this idea of like, wow, that's, you know, almost a little bit of invincibility, that invincibility isn't really invincibility. It's connection to that greater infinite being, which is invincible because it's connected to everything, right? So when you get that little feeling of, ah, yes, oh, I, oh, yes, even if it doesn't make, quote, mental sense, that's your yes. Okay, so that's your, um, that's where you can know, yes, I should move forward. Um, or, it, you know, or yes, I should move in a different direction, or yes, I should stick with this. That, that yes is that feeling of when your, your, your energetic senses connect to your physical senses. And then the third step is that your environment will come and give you signs, symbols, and synchronicities. Now, that's where that greater being, that greater piece of you, that, the, that energy that we're talking about, that infinite being, will say, okay, we got to let her know. we got to let her know she's on the right track, right? Let's send her a billboard. Let's, let's make her take a wrong turn and, and send her a license plate. Let's, you know, that says a, a phrase, oh, let's, put, she, let's, let's inspire her to turn on the radio and all of a sudden the lyrics are the right thing. Oh, let's show her a particular animal in a weird place and that, you know, we know she'll go and look up what the animal means and find out that we have a message for her. Oh, let's, you know, channel a new message to her if she's, you know, willing to, to write in her journal and get information. Oh, let's inspire her to learn how to uh, meditate. Let's, you know, they will, your infinite self, when you say what's possible versus what's probable, but shuts it all down, okay, and only goes to the, if you say what's probable, what's probable, and you're analyzing and analyzing, analyzing, and you're criticizing your skepticism and your analysis paralysis, you are literally taking your symbol of a being and making it into a pinprick, I mean, teeny, teeny, tiny. That's about the, as big as your imagination can go in your mental mind. Okay? So, um, and like I said, let me just, just give you one more thing, which is some angels and guides, and then I'm going to get to your questions. So, angels and guides to help you with this process. Of course, Archangel Michael, wonderful for having the courage and the, to uh, to be faithful and to sort of trust in that life force and some of the invisibility that, of the things that we can't see and the timing. The second is Archangel Jophiel. Now, Archangel Jophiel is usually for beautifying, you know, spaces. But today when I was asking which guides and angels they wanted me to, rep- to talk about, Archangel Jophiel said, I'm also really good for beautiful outcomes, having a beautiful outcome. Now, you can just say, what would it take or what's possible here? What kind of beautiful outcome could I possibly, you know, receive? And when you say that, it, it summons, and you can even say Archangel Jophiel, you know, what beautiful outcome is available to me. It summons the energies to bring it forth to you in a beautiful way. You can say with ease. You can say with joy. There's all different things you can say. but Or with, with uh, better than I could ever imagine. What would it take for this to come to me better than I ever imagined in ways better than I could ever imagine? And let the, the greater good have at it. Now, when you ask those kind of questions, Having faith in that is, number one, it's easier. It's exciting. You keep your energy up in hopeful anticipation. When you think about probability and skepticism and analysis paralysis and you have to have every single dot, you know, I dotted and T crossed, you shut down the energy. You shut down the possibility. You shut down the options. You only go into what your main, your brain is, 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 um, can think about in its conscious waking state which is very limited and you also try to you're you're really being a control freak you're trying to control you know an outcome and you're severely limiting um your options 
Okay, so the other two guides are uh, Archangel Jeremiel for releasing uh, emotions that have you know need healing so that you can be in a more receptive state, and it's much easier to feel faithful when you feel receptive. Um, and Archangel Ariel's for courage and manifesting, and she's wonderful for for uh, for that whole feeling of I'm ready to spread my wings and fly. So um, those are the angels and guides. So I think I managed to get through a good chunk of everything I wanted to talk to you about tonight. So I'm going to take a call. And gosh, we're so close to my uh, to my next break. So <laughs> I'm going to take the first call. Let's see here. Uh, Joe Ellen in Chicago. Hi. Hi. How exciting. Thank you. I appreciate it. Oh, I'm glad to have you. How can I help you tonight? <laughs> Okay, I'm going to see if I can uh, word this correctly um, based on what I just heard you say. <laughs> so okay. what what beautiful outcome is available to me um, to be a financially and artistically successful freelancer, um, freelance graphic designer? How's that for asking the right question, huh? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you know what? It's going to go way beyond my own personal consciousness to get you the answer. That, oh. <laughs> yeah, because that's what it does. You know, when you when you start to ask that type of question, and I I will give you my take on it in a second. But when you start okay. to ask that type of question, what you're asking for is expansiveness, way beyond any psychic, any intuition, you know, anybody else's intuition and all that. You take it to the next level. Now, what does a psychic do for you, or an intuitive like myself? What we do is we, we're kind of like a translator. You know, mm-hmm. we kind of help you to um, explore uh, possibilities to help you to validate the intuitive feelings that you've already been having. Right. Um, and we we kind of we kind of a lot of times we have a pretty big encyclopedia of experiences. So your body actually will transfer information to mine, and then I know how to interpret that and give it back to you. Believe it or not. So cool. when you're when you're asking that question. Um, now, what you're what are you freelancing? You you started a freelance business. Is that what you're? I am wanting to, or I'm I'm um, setting myself up yourself. to have it hatch. Okay, okay. You're setting yourself up to what? Um, to to get that started, so I can um, uh, go freelance by the summer. Okay, and so. The most important thing for you to recognize, and this is the big message for you from your guides and angels, is that you're you're enough. You have a tendency to think I'm not enough. I have to be this certified and this, you know, have all these accolades, and you compare yourself and contrast yourself to everything and everybody, anybody who's ever done it. You've taken note of who's failed, how they failed. You know, you're very very analytical, and so. You use the analysis, though, all the information you collect, you kind of use it against yourself. When you get positive mm. positive feedback about things that happen for people, you put yourself down and say, oh, yeah, but I don't know if I could do that. When you get negative things that happen for people, well, yes, see, there you have it. <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to get to do that. And so you kind of keep pushing yourself down with the information. You're using the information to cannibalize your, your courage. And okay. so... The the big step forward for you now is to say, I'm enough, and to throw down the gauntlet and say, here's where I'm going to start. Now, understand that um, the first foray into something like this is not always the most you know lucrative, and that we don't go from an idea to success all in one felt swoop. 
mm-hmm. it's it's a stair step process. So you have to allow yourself to have a, probably a, a little different um, way of measuring what success is for yourself than you're used to. Mm-hmm. Success can be getting up in the morning when you're freelancing. Trust me. <laughs> okay. Success mm. can be like getting your butt kicked all day and then coming back the next day and say, okay, I know I got my butt kicked yesterday, but I think I'm going to try it this way today. Okay. Let me go this direction. Okay. That is success as a freelancer. I'm not trying to scare you, but what I want you to do is to sit down with a notebook and really write out stair steps of what your measurements of success are. Because if you think, okay, I'm going to go out and, you know, make six figures in my first six months because I put it on a vision board, and there's so many steps to figuring out, you know, what your sweet spot is in your business, what kind of clients are your 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 ideal clients, you know, and you kind of kiss a lot of frogs before you find the prince when it comes to clients, you know. And and a lot of times you get a bunch of clients and you thought, oh, these are the perfect clients, and then you realize they're not, and then you decide, I want to blow up my business, so you do, and then you have to start over with a different set of clients and you kind of do the same structure to build the business, but it's with a different set of people, so everything shifts and changes. I watch this with new entrepreneurs all the time. And I don't know of anybody whose business is the same you know, two years in that it was when they envisioned it the way that you're envisioning yours now. So well, I'm just envisioning a way to be able to afford to live in um, another country that the, um, the um, it's not as expensive to live in. So that's my first um, level of success is just being able to afford to make ends meet. Okay, see, that is not a, see, and that's a probability, that's, the, again, that mental, you're saying, okay, I'd like to, I'd like to get what my mental mind can figure out, and that right there, that, I'm glad you said that, um, because that right there is very limited, and that will make it so that you never get it. The well, you just, you just said, like, don't, too much and and plan on the stair step. So the first stair step for me is to um, afford to live abroad. Okay. No, what, then, I'm, what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, yes, stair step in the sense of having stair steps of measures of success. So if you want to live abroad, that's fine. But you contradicted that with, I just want to be able to make ends meet. That. That's my first stair step. But that's a limitation. You want you want to live with ease. Okay. Okay. And 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 however that looks. One Uh of the things, and and I'm going to have to jump off because we're already two minutes into my break, so I'm going to have to go. But um, what I would say is, keep asking what's possible, what's possible, what's possible, and say, and you know what? What if? What if? One of the possibilities, I'm going to leave you with this question. What if one of the possibilities is that, you know, something comes that will support you in the learning process of your business that where you where money is really not an issue? So it's you see that because that's what I'd like to have. And, yeah, <laughs> making ends meet. So, but if you're thinking I'm making, I have to just make ends meet. That's my first stair step. You won't be able to get that possibility. You won't be able to receive it. So hopefully that's helped a little bit. Thank you for calling in. I greatly appreciate it. 
And uh, believe it or not, we've made it to our next break. So on the other side of the break, I will take more of your calls. If you'd like to call in, it's 347-215-9485. It's 347-215-9485. You're listening to the AHA Moments Radio Show. I'm Mari, and we'll be right back. This is Dr. Dane here. Have you felt different your whole life? Have you always been a dreamer, a seeker, an outsider? Always feeling wrong no matter how hard you try to fit in? What if there's a completely different way of being in the world? What if you, truly being you, could change not only your life, but the world? If you'd like to find out, please go to beingyouclass.com. Twelve years ago, I was on the verge of suicide, and I came into contact with some amazing tools that changed everything for me. And I'd like to share some of those tools with you. Go to www.beinguclass.com and check out the free video series I created especially for you. What if this is what you've been looking for? What if the tools to change everything are available now? What's possible now that hasn't ever been possible before? To sign up for this free series, go to beinguclass.com. Consider this a gift to help you create the change you've always wanted to create, but didn't have the tools to make it happen. Is now the time? beinguclass.com. Step back in time to the very beginning, before life as we know it existed. Stones have been on this earth since before the inception of man. They are keepers of ancient wisdom and messages. Tap into the profound wisdom of stones and let your journey begin at the Rock Girl Sacred Stone School. Let the Rock Girl take you back to those ancient days to learn firsthand the language and the secrets of stones. The Rock Girl will teach you how to develop your very own technique of communicating with them, allowing you to embark on your own path of self-discovery. Courses include Reiki, psychic development, chakra balancing and auric cleansing, hands-on healing, and more. Visit sacredstoneschool.com for classes and workshops taught exclusively by the Rock Girl of therockgirl.com. Are you at a crossroads in your life? Facing big decisions about your life purpose, business, relationships, or other major issues? Are you wondering why you may be delayed in getting what you want? Or if you have special guides, who are helping you? Then investing in a private intuitive reading with Mari is just what you need. As a third generation spiritual intuitive, Mari has worked with thousands of clients over the past 18 years. During your private session, you will learn who your guides are. Receive insight on the core issues that need attention and get new perspective, clarity, and inspiration on what to do next. To register, go to www.ahamomentsinc.com and click on the Work with Mari tab to get all of the details. There are a limited number of spots each month, so go to www.ahamomentsinc.com for yours now. ever get a hunch about something and ignore it, only to find out later you were right after all? Do you know that you're intuitive but need help interpreting what you get? Need quick answers to burning questions but don't have the time to wait for a private reading? Then Mari's Intuitive Living Oracle Cards are the tool for you. 
45 gorgeous laminated cards and a full book of interpretations come together in a beautiful velvet bag. The cards have been designed and energized to give you the answers right now. No more sleepless nights weighing pros and cons. Ask the cards your questions and see what message your intuition has for you. To learn more and get your deck now, go to the store at www.ahamomentsinc.com and click on the intuitive living cards now. That's the store at ahamomentsinc.com. The answers are truly within your reach. talking about faith and life force and trusting in our greater sense of ourselves and all kinds of interesting things, right? So I'm going to take some more calls. If you'd like to call in, it's 347-215-9485. So let me see here. Tricia in Indiana, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How can I help you tonight? I'm getting ready I'm on right now a very interesting and exciting journey with me and my family. Kind of scary because it's so new and expected in the sen- expected in the sense that it's something that we've always wanted to happen. So technically, it's a dream of ours. But there are times when I get, as you were talking about faith, I get slightly nervous and apprehensive. Mm-hmm. So just looking at the process, I am thanking you in advance for giving me some clarity as we go forward. I'm uh-huh. more, more so to kind of like, you know, let let me see as I have felt I, I, as I have felt based on intuition that this is a this is a this is a perfect path and I should keep going. I just want some good validation from from a you know, a clearer viewpoint. Well I think you're really clear and I think that um there's two things that I don't want you to misidentify. Sometimes that fear, that little that little twist that you're feeling it's mm-hmm. actually misidentified. It's usually, a lot of times it's excitement. Oh, okay. Okay? So when you see how you had that big sigh right there, what you just did, that <laughs> sense of relief, that was your body yeah. saying, yes, we got the message to her. She's misidentifying mm-hmm. the fear as excitement, you know, the, the that excitement as fear. Okay. And we've okay. usually been trained in, when we're young mm-hmm. to, when we feel excited, mm-hmm. to to identify it as fearful. Mm-hmm. And we're really not. Most kids aren't particularly fearful of most things, you know. But our parents kind of say, okay, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh, are you afraid, little giant? Well, I kind of, oh, yeah, maybe all that energy was just, that big surge of energy was fear when it was actually excitement. So um, so that's the first thing. And the second thing is um, allowance. You know, one of the things is divine timing. So that's the part where, you know, a lot of times we start to see something bubble up and we're seeing it come and it seems like, you know, everything's starting to fall into place. Then we get that twist in our stomach and that, you know, quote, excitement that we misidentify as fear. And then all of a sudden everything seems to go blank. Right. And it seems like there's nothing happening. Right. And like right. maybe I did the wrong thing, right? That right. actually is not, um, not that everything was wrong or that nothing is happening. That's actually that you're going, there's a veil where mm-hmm. something goes from energetic into the physical. It transfers from the energetic state into the physical state. And that feeling of nothingness, like all of a sudden nothing is going on, Mm -hmm. is just it going through the gateway and coming into a physical 
into a physical, tangible thing, whether it's a circumstance or a situation or an actual material thing or a relationship. It's still it's that that particular um, uh, manifestation that you're desiring is taking on its physical um, its form so that it can be perceived on Earth, perceived by your human physical body. Right. Okay. Right. Does that make sense? Yes. Yes, so it does. just with those few tidbits, hopefully that will help you to have a little bit more faith in the process. Because a lot of times when we when you're perceiving yourself as lacking faith, it's because you're just lacking a little bit of information. Right, because there's so much happening, and yeah. on our part is more about the abundance aspect of it, getting in income and so on, so that we can rise to the occasion of everything that's going on with us. You know, yep. So. And remember, uh, income is always energy. So right. the more that you stay in this space, the easier it is. It'll just flow in. So oh. I wish you the very best of luck. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Have a great night. Bye. Thanks for calling Thank in. Bye. Okay, bye-bye. Okay, I see that we have somebody calling in from Alaska. Miss Carrie in Alaska, or is it Mr. Carrie? Miss? Mr.? It's Miss Carrie. Miss <laughs> Carrie. Hi, Miss Carrie. How are you? Welcome. I'm good. Thank you for taking my call. First, I have a question for you. Yeah. When... You get asked questions, and the information comes to you. Do you hear it very clearly, or do you have to kind of translate what you're hearing to what other people can understand? I always hear things very clearly, and if I, and if anything, it'll the information will flow in very quickly. So I have to sort of stop and take a breath and say, okay, and I tell my guys, okay, slow it down, slow it down, so I can perceive it better. But I don't hear it like a 3D voice, per se, like like you're hearing me now. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been doing this work for, you know, 22 years now. So all of my clairs are very integrated. I use all things. I use, I'll get a vision. I'll get the voice. I'll get the solar plexus, you know, uh, the, the clear sentience, and I'll get the clear cognizance all at the same time. So that's why I can go fast. My mother always says, how do you answer those questions on the radio? They, you know, they ask you in seconds and you just have come up with an answer because all four of my clairs are boom, right there all the time. Well, well, when I'm in the zone. Not all the time. If people meet me at the mall, I'm just saying, if you happen to see me in a, a, an event or the mall, please don't come up to me and say, who do you see around me, please? I can't. <laughs> but if I'm in the zone where I'm doing the show or like this or in the reading or something, yes, I, I do. So hopefully that answers question one. And what was question two? Okay, and then my other question is a reading question um, of this situation with a gentleman where I don't know where it's going. I know his life is very complicated right now. And it's coming up on two years. Things have been like that for us. And I just, for whatever reason, um, even though my friends think I should like flatten his tires, that is just a opposite of where I'm at with this situation, if that makes sense. Um, and I don't understand why that is. Well, I, 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 you lost me. You're going to flatten his tires? No, my friends think I should, but it was like, no, why would I do that to someone I care about? They think he's a jerk, but I don't see him that way. And my perspective of him is very different from theirs. Um, my question, I guess, is am I wasting my time? Is this going anywhere, or is there some reason I just feel stuck in how I feel when it comes to him? Well, I think this goes back to the beginning of our conversation earlier, and that is um, you're arresting all other parts of your life for this relationship. That's what it feels like anyway. There's like 
there's like other things that are being blocked because this person has become a source of life force for you. Whether it's feeling needed by this person, whether it's the 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 charge of analyzing him all the time, which take is a wonderful distraction and feels very valid. You know, you're in a relationship for two years, he's acting like a jerk, you're you're evaluating, you know, all of this and wondering and, and it creates a kind of a spin that feels very valid. You know, and it takes you away from other things that you might be more concerned about, like things that would be more in keeping with your own personal expansion. So the question you need to ask is, you know, what energy, space, and consciousness can I be to get clarity about the situation? The question, the other question you can ask is, does the situation make me, give me, you know, total ease? Because it feels like you kind of know your answer. In fact, we always know. We may not want to think that, you know, but we always we always have a knowing about it. And if he feels like he's making a big contribution in your life and you feel a sense of energy and a sense of expansiveness and a sense of, of a greater a- access to the greater part of you and he's a conduit to that or he's a, you know, he, he enhances that, then by all means keep him. If he's not... And it feels like you're heavier, it feels like you're bogged down, it feels like you're distracted, it feels exhausting, you know, and you're contemplating slashing tires, then that's, I can say that when you're even contemplating something like that. The whole tire thing, let me be clear. This is a situation where my friends say, well, if I were in your situation, I would go slash his tires. That's not something I would do to him or anyone else. But that's how other people perceive this situation. Yeah, but they don't matter. What matters is you. Mm Mm-hmm. And 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 how you how you feel, you know. So it's it's I I would not. Uh, what I would say is this is a big. He's a wonderful teacher for you to find you, and when you do, that situation has the potential to change. But until you do, it will probably stay fairly stuck because it you're kind of in the, in a loop, you know. So I'm going to have to wrap up because I'm being counted down. My show is just about over. But thank you for calling in from Alaska. Thank you. I very much appreciate that. Have a great night. Okay, so I think I have two minutes, and I'm going to take one more call because I appreciate you guys sitting and waiting on the phone. Lynn in New Jersey, are you still there? Oh, yeah. Surprise, surprise. Hello, how are you? I'm great. Wow, thank you, Mary. (laughs) You're welcome. I have just a couple minutes, but what's your question? So I'm unlike the first caller. I I want to move into a more artistic life, uh, very artistic, acting, writing, directing, singing, and I am in the corporate world. Um, do you have any uh, quick advice to give me um, to to move in that direction? Any um, next steps I should take? Are you acting, singing, and doing this stuff now in any way, shape, or form? <laughs> Not really. No. Okay. So you're you're kind of in corporate, looking out the window, wondering what it'd be like to be on Idol. Um, yeah, I just left this one job because it was so stressful, and I, um, you know, I need something else that gives me some more downtime after work. Um, so, <laughs> well, well, it, you know, it's fine. When I was in corporate America, I spent seven years in corporate, and you know kicking and screaming the whole way. I was like the biggest rebel in the corporate, any corporate manager's nightmare, but I was there. And I started this little group of of what I called um, artists in the closet. 
And I found a bunch of other because I was an actress at the time and I was riding horses and I was dancing and doing all kinds of stuff. So I was in between my job and going into New York City to, you know, dance lessons and, you know, acting school and I had a horse and I was showing my horse. And so I was in a lot of, I never let my passions go because I was in a corporate job. What I would do is um, uh, two, two, two tools. One is I surrounded myself with other people who are doing what I wanted to be doing, not with people who are doing what I was doing. So I found other people in corporate who had similar aspirations and we would get together, you know, for lunches, for, you know, we'd go out to, you know, outings and things and we would support each other in our artistic endeavors. So that kind of made it real because I think what's important to understand, especially when you're in a corporate setting, is that you have to give yourself some tangible proof because you're very mental when you're in corporate and you're always being criticized and judged. So if you if you let yourself be swallowed up by that, you'll never get any of your dreams out the door. What you have to do is start to be able to tangibly touch your dreams. And I used to take days off from work, and I would go do what I call the perfect day day. And one of my friends happened to be an entrepreneur, and I wanted to really be an entrepreneur. I didn't quite know what I wanted to do. But she was a dog sitter. And she would, you know, she was making six figures walking dogs. She'd take them to the park, to the beach. They'd go to McDonald's. She'd put them through the drive-thru. They'd all get cheeseburgers. It was insanity. But I would take a day off, and I would go with her and hang out and live her day with her as, you know, like I'd take a personal day so that I could tangibly experience the feeling of what it was like to live, you know, an ideal, what at that point, you know, what, an ideal day seemed to be at that point. I did try my hand at pet sitting and, you know, in my little townhouse, I had like a Great Dane and three labs and a Basset Hound and all kinds, and that didn't work. I, I Clearly, I'm not a pet sitter. But, you know, the idea was that I was out on a Monday. I always loved to do those on Mondays because it felt so decadent, you know. I, talk, I Actually, even now, I like to, like, do decadent things on Mondays, just even in my own business. So I'm still even rebelling against me. But, um, you know, it was a Monday. I, I'd love to do it. I love to do it on Mondays. You know, Fridays, it's, uh, it's too easy. Everybody takes Friday off. But to take a day off and do my perfect day on a Monday and, you know, give the corporate finger to the corporate thing, you know. And I would go out with her and we'd go to the beach and we'd take these, you know, this Jeep Grand Cherokee full of dogs and we'd let them loose on the beach and they'd run and we'd get them McDonald's and we had McDonald's and hot chocolate and do whatever. And then I would come back and Tuesday at work had such a different space because I wasn't being swallowed up in what I called corporate anesthesia, you know, because I had touched the outside world. I had touched, uh, you know, a piece of the dream, right? It has to become tangible. That's the first step to feel like, okay, I have to quit my job so I can jump off a cliff and go start something that I have, you know, and be an actress or a singer when you're not actually doing it. It just feels more like a suicide mission in your in your you know in your soul because you're not giving yourself tangible experiences to bring it through that veil of of you know an idea into reality you know into your waking reality. So I would say you know dancers don't think about dancers dancers dance singers don't think about singing singers sing. So if you're if singing is it or acting or whatever it is art whatever it is it's time for you to you know. Tool number two after your perfect day day is uh, to to actually let yourself do it, and in in whatever way, and it, no matter how small, if you just start letting yourself sing, and you know say okay once a week I'm going to take a lesson or whatever, and you surround yourself with other people who are doing it, you will make the path will be made for you. Mm-hmm. So I hope that helps. 
Thank you. Yes, thank you. You're so welcome. Have a great night. Good luck to you. Okay, everybody. Well, you know what? I ran over tonight. And that's why I love being on the station because I get to talk a little bit longer and I don't have to get get pu- pushed off, even though my producer has been telling me, get off the show now for like five, six, seven, eight minutes. But anyway, I hope that tonight was helpful. And I really, I'm, this, this particular topic is so near and dear to my heart. Um, I, you know, you can't be doing what I do and not go on faith quite a bit, like all day, <laughs> like every day with every idea. But the power that you have when you are able to master this this skill um, is is greater than anything you ever know because you're really taking the power of your own life force and giving yourself access to every potential possibility that's out there and there are infinite potentials. So there's always another choice. There's always another possibility. And I hope that tonight's call, um, tonight's show has, has helped you uh, to see that. So anyway... We are at the end of another Tuesday, and uh, I would just like to say that you know my motto. Uh, You truly can have exactly what you want, and you absolutely deserve it too. And we will see you next week, everybody. Have a great night. Take care. You've been listening to the AHA Moments Radio Show with your host, Mari. Be sure to visit her blog and website at www.ahamomentsinc.com. That's A-H-A, moments with an S, inc.com. Also join Mari on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash ahamomentsinc and Twitter at twitter.com slash ahamoments. We can't wait to see you there.